0: I had to go into, get this, so I had to go, in order for me to access it this time, I had to go into the app and go to like the little bell that's like your activity right click on that and then it said jonathan gilchrist just tried uh inviting you to a recording uh it's still going on and then i had to click on that and join it that way that is weird never well, had that happen before
1: i just sent the um there he is i just sent the thing to dj madman so we finally got our device and dj madman on the that same recording
2: was weird
1: yeah, no. You, you it's my all... fault.
2: It's my fault. I was connected
0: to the Wi-Fi. I should have been connected to data the whole time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: already... Somehow I'm your Wi-Fi deal. affected him. Yeah.
0: It has nothing to do with the fact that it sent me to the app directly and like made me. I just explained it to Gilchrist. It so it sent me directly to the app. I had to uh, go in. I had to go into the app. Click on my on the little bell that's like your activity. And then it, it said like uh, like Jonathan Gilchrist just invited you to a uh, at a recording and it's still going on. And then I had to click on that and 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 enter it that way.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So with all that out of the way, let's get into the actual show.
2: Um, <clears throat> uh, so first, I want to clear up what happened is uh, just to let RD know um, uh, Jonathan feels attacked by this song.
0: So
1: oh, we're to to we're on the, it. Uh,
0: we're, on, we're on the right vein, RD. <laughs> We should, all, uh, we should all feel like it's our anthem.
1: Uh, we'll get into it. Um, this is Chaos Traveler, and as we've been talking, I am Jonathan Gilchrist. Uh, with me today are my two co-hosts for our special end of the anniversary week, Chaos Traveler, Artie uh, Weiss, and DJ Batman. And yes, I feel personally attacked by the song 30 by Badflower. So we'll
0: is it because talk- you masturbate twice every hour?
1: I mean that. Why did it help? That might be where I first felt it. <laughs> I, like that, that, like that was like too close to the mark, maybe, and that's where I was like, "Oh, this is too real." Um, so anyway,
2: it's,
1: an inc- it's time. I'm gonna um, ta- yeah. I'm definitely gonna talk about how this song encapsulates a theory of time that is really starting to annoy me, but it's very true. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're. it's been a while since we've done one of these but if you haven't listened to Cast Traveler before it's pretty simple we've listened to the song we watched the music video Uh, we are now going to uh, one of us I don't care who as long as it's not me is going to read the lyrics and then we're just going to discuss the song you know our feelings about the song and so on and so forth and have a good old time for you know half hour 45 minutes however long it takes so there you go um I don't know how do you guys want to do it. Do you want to start off with the reading? I think that's usually our modus operandi.
2: Yeah, you don't really need Mm -hmm. to know like a a lot of context before this is pretty like not self-explanatory. But like you said, after watching the video and having no concept of the band, you already kind of feel hopeless. So that's the right
1: thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, no, it it definitely makes me feel something. Um, So yeah, like I said, I just I don't feel like doing it. So um, I don't care if you guys Rochambeau or what, what you want to do over there to figure out. Who's
0: gonna leave? Hey, hey, Peter man, man. I roll shampoo a
2: foot. Rock, paper, scissors over the radio.
0: Okay. <laughs> hey, no, that's when I kick you in the balls as hard as I can, and then you kick me in the act as you can. I don't know how we do Ugh. that
2: over the radio, but I'm interested.
0: I'll find a way. <laughs> um, I don't really care. It's up to you. You can do it if you want, or I can do it. I, I, I don't mind.
2: I have it pulled up, so like, oh no, that's
0: crazy.
1: Yeah, it's like somebody told you to do I that did i really some did some
2: research but a little bit all uh, right.
1: you know what then let's uh, let's uh, have already- i'm really I'm nervous, nervous
2: about this so so nervous
0: do you so and lack purpose I'll, I'll go ahead him- the surface all right i'm oh wait did you officially this is off to a great start did <laughs> you did you actually announce what the band and song was yet
1: Yes, I did. I do believe I said 30 by Bad Flower, but if not, I'll say it again. 30 by Bad Flower.
0: <laughs> no, sorry, I, I barely ever listen to you when you talk, so it, sometimes yeah. I need to get, get it repeated. All That's right.
1: why we're really good podcast buddies, because you don't listen to me, I don't listen to you, and it makes great entertainment. It's... What did you just say? Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so, yeah. so the lyrics go as followed. As follows, Jesus Christ. I'm nervous, so nervous as you can tell. Uh, I overeat, I like purpose, and I'm only scratching the surface. Hey, and I'm not shelved because sex sells. But how long till I'm canceled? This is 30, fucking 30. I'm still here. And I'm still dirty. I made it. I'm a flower. I don't sleep. I don't shower. Gross. I masturbate twice every hour. That's fucking disgusting. And my band's sick, cause my head's sick. Yeah, okay. I get drunk and I'm reckless. Stalk my Twitter, stan my bullshit. This is 30, something is wrong with me. And there's some like, ah, 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 yeah, hee hee. So raise up your glasses to going out of fashion, to acronyms, sex scams, and social distractions because everything's changing, and I don't know shit about shit. I'm older. I got wrinkles. I still complain. I get pimples. I miss when everything was simple. Hey, the sex passed too fast. I ask, how long did your ex last? I'm fucking worthless. I'm unhappy. This is 30. Yeah. Ah, ah, ah some, uh, some more ah, ah, ahs, yees and woos. And then, oh. <laughs> So get off your asses and take down the masses. Socialist, fascist the world is all plastic. Everyone thinks it, but they don't know shit about shit. You treat me like a baby. Forgive me when I'm wrong. You love me when I'm crazy. I'm alright, but I hate that song. Attention to the world, there's something wrong with me. So, how should I explain this? Now, you get lyrics going uh, kind of one after another. So the you treat me like a baby lyrics go and then like between each one of those lines, the following lines occur. Attention to the world. There's something wrong with me. But sing the words and I'll pretend I'm 23. I'll please the crowd and I'll put out the candlelight. You know, my only wish is for a better life. And then that keeps repeating. But the uh, "treat me like a baby lines change. So now they so now they go, don't treat me like a baby. And fight me when I'm wrong. Smack me when I'm crazy. I'm all right, but I hate that song. Should I go over the lyrics now? Because I was just kind of reading off how I personally feel throughout the past few years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you could start reading the lyrics, that'd be great. Okay, I sorry, I kind of got
0: off of, on a tangent there.
1: <laughs> um. So before we get into a lot of stuff, there is one thing that I was very curious about, and DJ Mamet has a way of finding this, so if there's anybody that knows it, is is there a that song that he's referencing? Like,
2: I mean, the song I, of life, I believe. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. not like a specific thing. That's more of an emotional thing. Um,
1: okay, but... I was just like, is there another song that I need to know for
0: me no. to
2: understand? Like, no, it's just that feeling. It's like, the, I hate that song.
0: That song is oh. then like that's like yeah, like the song of. Kind of I guess what he th- what I think he means just like the song of being third of being the age yeah. of thirty.
1: Right, which is a very depressing song because it was written by Nirvana in 1994 and hasn't changed. So, um, <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, um, I do feel personally attacked. Uh, many of these claims Good. may or may not.
0: <laughs> Actually, you, you belong in this day and age, then.
1: <laughs> and um, I do want to say one thing, and this is the one nice thing I will say that I want to point out. Um, because we're this is a, a two-year anniversary, it really does make me feel good that two years, this random shit that I started because I was really bored one day, um, you guys two years later are not only still doing it with me, but come up with ideas on your own that we then do that I would never think of. So that's my one nice thing before we get into the existential crisis that is all of our lives. But I, I would like to point in. out
0: that this song came out approximately f- like three to four months after I turned thirty, and I was just like, holy. <laughs> shit. So how did they know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did say no. oh yeah, because they're, they're the same age as me. That's
1: why. Obviously, yes. So I wanted to also like take a minute just talk about what the, how the music video goes because it really it's one of those songs that has a very good music video for the, the thing. Oh, it starts off. So cool. It really is. It starts off with everybody singing the lead singer "Happy Birthday" in the most annoying, but exactly how it always goes, family way possible.
0: In and black then, and white, by the way, just like like an old school black and white kind of like family video type thing. And he seems really, really, really excited to be there. Yeah, he just- is. He is so not ready. Like he is so just not wanting to be there. He wants to be anywhere else, which I totally feel and understand. <laughs>
1: And then he uh, flips the table with the cake on it, and it's shown to be a set, which is interesting. It's not like an actual house. It looks like a movie set, and he goes over to Cleveland. And um, basically, the rest of the song, he never stops moving. Basically, whatever he's singing, for the most part, he in some way represents it as he goes along. But it's like one constant like moving towards the end of the song. So um like when he for example when he says uh, the sex ends too quick for like 30 seconds or whatever he jumps in the bed and you see him move around and jumps out of the sheet and keeps yeah, going yeah
0: like 5 seconds
1: yeah i mean th- i mean that's basically double my average but still it, you know i get the point um
0: <laughs> no you didn't tell me you got better good for you
1: yeah i mean i'm working on it uh anyway so yeah, so that's basically the video. I would always suggest on these episodes watch the video, but it, it really does add something to the um, overall thought of it. The one thing that I f- keep thinking of, and it's something that keeps bugging me as I get older, um, is the fact that the "on uh, we," the people of our age feel, is very specific, and I don't think it's ever existed before. And, and that's something that a lot of people have said over the centuries. But it really kind of applies here because, and the way I like to think of it is, it's the 80s, 90s and today phenomenon in that if you listen to a radio station that says that you got the 80s, you got the 90s and you got 22 fucking years as today. Yeah. Nothing ever goes away anymore. It's not like it's always on the internet. It's always available. So being 30 when you were like in the 90s, like you were a different generation than the 80s. You didn't grow up on the TV shows, but being 30 now, I grew up watching fucking MASH and all sorts of other stuff from other generations that aren't my generation. And it makes you feel like you don't really progress because nothing ever gets left behind, at least for yeah. me. <laughs> I,
0: so, I don't, so for me personally, I almost feel like we're, the whole point of, like, kind of, like, of, like, people in their, like, early to mid-30s now. And maybe even, like, maybe even – no, maybe not late-30s. Maybe late-30s. I don't know. If anyone's listening in their late-30s, please let us know. But if this this goes to you guys as well. But I know, at least for, like, us – at least, I believe, for us in our early-30s, it's almost like a sense of, like, not belonging to either side because we're, like, kind Mm -hmm. of in the middle. So, like, we don't necessarily, like – blend in with like the crowd of in their like forties and like fifties and everything like that. You know, we don't necessarily blend in with, with that, with those like generations that did grow up before quote unquote today. But then again, we also don't necessarily fall in line with the generations after us that grew up entirely in the two thousands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost like we're, a little bit of both and for that we're, we're kind of we're almost like generational mutts and for that reason we don't really belong in either camp
1: right because we remember and have fond memories of the world before the internet was a thing and before everything was right there but the generation right after us like within a de- like not even a decade like two or three years like, they oh, just yeah they fucking had it all right then and there and they've had it all so we've gotten used to it but we're the last generation that's ever going to have to get used to it unless society collapses, which i'm kind of betting on but that's a whole other conversation
0: like if you really think about it the difference between someone born in like 1988 and like say like 1992 like that four-year gap is nowhere near as big of a difference As someone from 1992 and 1996, for example. Yeah. That's true. The difference is incredible. I don't know, Madman. Unless you, uh, like, I don't know, do you think similarly or? Oh, no. He's the youngest
1: of us, so maybe he has a. I think he's the youngest of us. I was going to
2: make it more of even like a psychological professional thing is like when we were still developing, like, we had this technology, but we were still learning to use it. Whereas now, like, three- and four-year-olds are learning how to use Snapchat. Like, we didn't have a concept of those things when we were little. And then it was just like, oh, here's this new experimental thing. And it was like, while you're at, like, the end of your developmental stage, now it's like, oh, you're learning all this stuff about the world. Also, here's this crazy technology. You'll also learn it much faster, partly just because your biology says so. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus.
1: Yeah, my first uh, phone, my first ever cell phone, was a flip phone with a uh, bowling on it, and that was like the only Dude, game. Dude, Snake.
0: Do you remember Snake? Yeah. Yes,
1: I remember Snake. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, uh, my yeah, my first or, phone, uh, my first cell phone was a Razor, and I was like sixteen, I think. Razors, wow.
1: But another big part, and I think part of the overall. Like, if you read the lines about I don't sleep, I don't shower, I masturbate twice every uh, hour, all that stuff, that is, like, clinical depression. And I think a reason that our generation is, um, if not completely depressed, is very much linked to that, like, feeling is because for me, I was... 14, I think, if I'm doing the math right, 2001, 12, 14, somewhere in there. And then, well, before that, Columbine happened, then fucking the World Trade Center, then a war that is still going on in some form or another. So, like, just as I was hitting my teenage years, the world fell apart, and every fucking three years in a new way, it's fallen apart my entire life leading up to a global pandemic. And... Well, it clearly isn't just about me. I don't know how any generation could grow up in that and not come out like changed in a weird way. Cause it's, I think it might not be worse than World War II, but at least World War II had a start date and an end date. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a five, six year period for yeah, a lot but then of the people. Cold
2: War. So it was like there yeah. were gaps. Maybe there were longer gaps. Cause like even too, like Vietnam was a horrible thing, but then like the 70s happened. So like, That's true. It was like almost like America's Renaissance. Like there was some like weird stuff happening and then it's like, oh war, war. But it's like, wait, late, peace, like pride, nationalism, all this stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true. From like the end of Vietnam till um like basically late nineties was a very peaceful period, relatively speaking, and there's a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. for that. But yeah, just our generation, it just seems like it, it's a running joke is that I'd love to have a week where I'm not living through a historical event. Um, personally, yeah, I don't mind I think... it. I just wish I was 100 years off researching in some library, but that's, you know. But that also not... goes
2: back to, like, the technology thing, right? Like, we know mm-hmm. every second what's we, – we can know what's every second, what's going on in the world, what's going on around us, what's going on, like, you know, thousands of miles away where, like right. – even for us growing up, like, we didn't have that ability or, like, even to, like, it wasn't that ability. Like, it was just always, like, now it's just there. Like, you don't even have to try. Like, when we grew up, you had to kind of still, like, search for things and look for things. Now it's mm-hmm. just there. Like, you don't have to pay attention, and it's still just
0: thrown at you. Yeah. So, yeah, um... and like, no, I, I guess the one thing I would also like to point out is, like, Obviously, the generations after us, since they are after us, are living through it, too.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. But I think the difference is, like, they were, like, born in it. Yeah. So it's almost like they don't know anything else. Mm -hmm. Whereas we had, like, approximately anywhere from, like, eight to the first... Anywhere from, like, the first eight to, like, 12 years of our lives being this one thing. And then basically it all completely changing in front of our eyes. Yeah. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's almost like our <clears throat> almost like our like not not, not like our, not like our childhood was like ruined or anything like that obviously but it's just like almost like a, a changing like we it was almost like we saw the changing of the guard mm-hmm. you know what I mean like at that like critical phase in our lives
1: mm-hmm. yeah I'm trying to think of like a um, like a, a historical event. Like equals the kind of shift in society that seemed to happen right around the industrial revolution, maybe,
2: like the industrial revolution, maybe.
1: Yeah, that would probably be pretty jarring. Like if you, because there was just that period where all of a sudden, like, technology started to just go vertically as far as like Like cars
2: versus horses.
1: Like one of my favorite examples is the fact that you could live, you could have lived 60 years and seen the invention of the airplane and seen a man walk on the moon. Like that that kind of change is insane and it keeps going up somehow. (laughs) So, that's kind of good. Well, I mean, there's good parts to it, and I think that those are more positive. Unfortunately, our continuing up seems to feel more negative. It feels like, Mm -hmm. for me, I feel like I think a lot of people have said this. I don't think as a species we were ready for the technology that I'm using to record my voice for this. (laughs) We, We just. We, we're not built to handle all of this information all the time. And so we're doing our best, but our brains take a lot longer to update than uh, the technology that we're holding basically. So, Which
0: is also why I think people have a lot shorter like attention spans in general
1: yeah. now also. But that, goes yeah. back, go
2: that goes back to the other thing too. I want to go back to circle in between, because you did talk about clinical depression And if anyone knows the band Bad Flower, like especially the lead singer, has been very clear about his own, you know, mental health issues and struggles and kind of what's that's done for him for his life and the band.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, So part of that
2: goes back to even two. And then this song and some of the other talks about that kind of divide about how, like, even technology and things like that have shifted his life or shaped his life in a way that he does feel. Maybe that was not the cause, but it, it definitely didn't do anything to help the situation.
0: Yeah. Well, right. I mean, even, even has a line in the lyrics where it's like, you know, my, my band's sick because my head's sick. Mm. Basically, meaning like, you know, my band is awesome, which by the way, yes, they are. But, uh, <laughs> my band is awesome because my head's fucked up. Right. Meaning like basically it gives him a way to like write the lyrics that he writes.
1: Right. Yeah. And the other, th- like Another thing that I just recently stumbled upon before I even listened to this that like really puts it in contrast on the change, even if I can't tell you exactly why it is like that, if you watch the very first episodes of Seinfeld, George Costanza, when that show starts, is 30 years old. The difference between who he is and how he interacts with the world compared to how people my age um, or a little younger, because I'm 33 at World now it's just it, ancient like I, the, the way it was introduced was then there was a meme and it was a character from the show New Girl and they're like that guy's 30 and George Casanza was also 30 but George Casanza can look like he's that guy's father yeah. like and it's true it's there's something about we we didn't grow up and and there's good and bad with that but we didn't grow up the same way we don't we I don't think most of us Feel like adults at least i don't most of the time
2: Uh, i don't physically we can physically and also digitally put on different appearances like Mm -hmm. george doesn't really you know do a lot of things to like now like all the different things that would help him to like there's whole episodes of like seinfeld that talk about like his baldness being a thing where like that's something it's not curable necessarily but like he could do things now that it would not be as focal point of his character
1: right Well, that's true yeah, no, there's and that's um that's an art uh, conversation you can have. I've heard other people have. It's really interesting that Seinfeld doesn't hold up as well as Frasier because simply Frasier had cell phones, um and there's like no cell phones in Seinfeld, but they're basically congruent, like as far as time time-wise. It's an interesting theory. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like it.
0: I don't. I. I don't. So what? What exactly? So like I can't. I'm going to be honest, I can't tell if you're, like, full on, if you're joking, or if you actually don't like the song.
1: Oh, no, I like the song. I really I really do. I think it was done well. Um, it hits on something that's very real. I also right. definitely feel like, oh, fuck, I hate when media call it, like, very... Closely hits the mark on certain things, but it's not like I hate the song for that. It's I just hate the fact that my life so closely resembles this good song. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, also, um, just out of curiosity, yeah. uh, Mr. Gilchrist, do you do you know what standing something means?
1: Mm. Oh man, I like I thought I had an idea like I was looking at. No, I'm gonna say I don't because I would have to really take a shot in the dark. What does that All actually? Right. Mean?
0: Basically, it's like, if you, if you stand something, it means that you are like this completely just, you are like over the top, just a fully enamored, like fan of it, basically. Mm -hmm. Like if you've ever, so correct me if I'm wrong. It's like shipping, isn't it?
2: Similar in the same sense?
0: Kind of. But like, so. I've
1: heard shipping before. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. DJ Madman, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first thing, the first time I ever knew of that term, like, was it wasn't even really a term. It was it was the song "Stan" by Eminem, and the song was about this completely like over this overzealous, over the top like fan of Eminems.
2: Yeah, because it pretty much came from like the idea of like a, almost a meme of that character,
0: yeah.
1: of
2: what that person represented. Song, way. Yes, which oof, man, the feels.
1: Yeah, yeah I know right. that. Song. Yeah. I actually know song. I was thinking about it the other day, but I didn't realize that it had become its own term to be stand. Well,
2: it's yeah. th- see, that's another thing that goes back to like that is like. Because I even learned the other day, they're like phrases that stuff that like I've never heard of before. Like gatekeeping is something I completely learned the other day, and I'm like, well, I didn't know there was a word oh, for yeah. this, but now there is. I know
0: what gatekeeping is.
1: Yeah, no, as wrestling fans, we're very aware of what gatekeeping is. <laughs> it's very easy to find if you're a wrestling fan.
2: Yes. Well, clearly, uh, I just outed myself as not a true wrestling fan. Um, well, I
0: mean, it goes to a lot of things. Like basically, it's true. like anything that is what i would consider like maybe like niche and something and it's something that you really really love if it becomes like if that niche thing becomes more popular and more i guess quote-unquote like normal people or like mass people start enjoying it gatekeeping is kind of like trying to basically trying to like keep it to yourself and like keep normal people quote-unquote like away from like your thing mm-hmm. which in turn is actually also hurting the person that or hurting the person or thing that you're trying to gatekeep because it's keeping that person or thing from being more well loved and also so also meaning like they're not as or understood popular and doing manipulate. doing as well basically
1: yeah um i've actually recently started Uh, online dating ladies i'm kidding i know no women listen to the show but um honestly one thing that i think we probably have
2: like two now your mom doesn't
1: count so i i
2: I know we've had female listeners i can confirm that
1: well there you go ladies but uh, seriously um (laughs) that's something i think about when i'm doing that stuff like when when i'm like start a conversation is like they say oh I'm into Star Wars and as you listen to the show you know how much of a nerd I am about a lot of things but I really try to walk this line of, like, I don't want to gatekeep. I don't want to be like, oh, do you know about this thing? Because I know that's how a lot of gatekeepers do it. I'm literally just excited to find a fan of something else and just want to know how deep the rabbit hole they've gone down and so I can help them go further. That's what I want to do, but it can come off as gatekeeping if I'm not careful how I phrase my questions,
0: basically. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, 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 it'd be pretty hard to to be considered gatekeeping because you you'd have to basically legit you'd have to basically be like oh you don't know this this and this you're not really a fan so you probably might want to just stop watching altogether
1: yeah and that's just not my personality as you could probably again tell by the podcast i'm more like oh you don't know this this and this well let's sit down for six and a half hours and i'm just going to show you this, this and this, and then we can talk about it together how awesome it is
0: yeah so. you stop <laughs>
1: Oh, as DJ Manon found out when I made him sit through at least the first disc of the TV series *The Crow*, um, *Stairway to Heaven*. I did not want to make him watch the whole first season, but yeah, at least six episodes.
0: So, so getting back to the song, yeah, one that, of the things that I uh, so one of the things that I really like I, one of the things I love about this song is just like how how like well it encapsulates just like our age group. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just wanted to go back to it because they, they also, I feel like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe other generations do this, but I feel like they don't necessarily do it as much as we have to be kind of going back to the whole, like, skirting the line of like we're not we don't belong to either like side Pre crazy tech and post crazy tech, um, we we I feel like we as like quote unquote '90s kids, early to, early '90s kids, have to put on sort of like a facade a lot more and try to like work our way into conversations of both sides and like try to fit in with both sides. And so like when you hear these lines, uh, especially with the younger generation, like especially with kids like kids in their 20s, like. Like the 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 lyrics, like sing the words, and I and I'll pretend I'm 23. I'll please the crowd and pull out the candlelight. You know, my only wish is for a better life. Like it's like, yeah, like there. I'm I'm and the first line of that attention to the world. There's something wrong with me. It's like yeah, like no kidding. Like I'm messed up, but that I'll I'll play along. I'll pretend like I'm like doing great and I'm happy. And I'm young, even though I don't feel young, I'll make everyone happy and like put out the quote unquote candlelight, whether it's like quite literally a candlelight for my birthday or something, which I have to do, or like the proverbial candlelight of just like, I don't know, just celebrating, you know? And then it's like, you know, my only wish is for a better life. It's like, you know, when I'm blowing out said candle, my own, the only thing I'm really wishing for is just for my life to get better. And I just feel like that's, that's i feel like that's a lot of us really
1: no that i'm right there with you <laughs> unfortunately I
0: think,
2: I think that speaks to to one of the things that like is kind of of this generation but this band does very well um is especially to like the lead singer like he's very open and honest about his own mental health um, mm-hmm. yep. and like it's been a very focal point and he like doesn't want it to be a selling point he just wants to be more authentic But at the same point, it goes back to, like, we've had conversations before, like, why certain, like, superheroes and stuff, like, not just making rock stars rock stars, but they're regular people, too. They have the same problems as us. And that's one of the things that is kind of, like, I would say, like, the mid-2000s. That's when that really kind of started to be, like, you know, your heroes are people, too. And that Mm -hmm. whole shift. Um, And then even, too, a lot of musical artists have done that now, where it's, like, I'm at this pedestal, but also, too, like, you know. I'm not this invulnerable, impossible to reach thing. Or, like, they let people know that, like, yeah, I have, you know, my own problems and issues, and some people may be able to relate to them.
0: Yeah. Like, I, like, someone who doesn't ha- actually go through this shit wouldn't be able to write these kinds of lyrics mm-hmm. and write, and just in general, write the kind of lyrics that he does, you know? It's like, like, I know, uh, <laughs> There's a song called Xanax, this so, <laughs> But like every other song is, it almost feels like every other song is something like, I don't want to say sad, but like serious.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, like almost all of, because I actually just had a conversation with my friend about this band because I was talking about It's like, it's hard because, like, you know, like when people are like, oh, this is a party song, it's like, if you listen to the lyrics, like most of their famous songs have like a very heavy tone or yeah. they're talking about a very like complicated issue. Like one of yeah. their popular songs off this album is literally about, I believe it's like one of his ex-girlfriends who it sounds like his, his, her father used to either molest her or beat her growing up. And like, if you just listen to the song and like, don't pay attention oh, to the lyrics, that, like uh, this is awesome. Daddy? Yes. But yeah. like, and that was like oh, a very man, like song fan so favorite. messed up,
0: but so good.
2: Right. But there's a lot of that. Like, that like i remember that's like for me like part of the reason why like the same thing if you've had those experience or like you're somewhat similar with those experiences that's why it like kind of resonates with
0: you yeah i i really don't know how to explain it like because especially like if you read the lyrics to most of the songs it's like it's like oh man that seems like really sad it's like yeah i mean kind of but at the same time it's like so good and like i don't mean like so good is like oh man i love that topic it, i just mean so good that it's like it's put in such a way that it's what like i guess consumable
2: yeah what's well, the thing It's just putting it out there like the fact yeah. that too, it's not just something that like it goes back to that whole feeling alone thing right it's like when you hear it from people and it actually sounds authentic you're like oh this isn't just happening to me right like that's the whole yeah, point this-
0: this band is very good at making you feel not alone like you're not the only one going through shit like but you, you real- listen to Bad Flower and you're like oh wow this guy's going through just as much crap as I am
1: <laughs> but I am I'm special like I'm go- my stuff is like going to happen to me and nobody else knows what it's like sorry that's that's like 19 year old version of this conversation at 30 you do realize other people
0: Well, man, you are them. portraying. Oh, I was gonna say you realize you're your this talking about being either. 30 right <laughs> he has a song called 23 which is also a great song
1: I don't think I could relate to that anymore it's, it's been nope. too far
0: like the Blink-182 song?
1: Uh, no
0: that's haven't you ever heard this Or wait 24 oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was, 24 okay. not 23
2: ah uh, see slightly different, different number, right. yeah, it's no that's my bad
1: 24 and 23 are very different years for me so it would make a big difference which year they're talking about yeah Um, All right, Uh, so yeah, I think uh, we've broken this down pretty good. Do you guys have any final thoughts about this uh, song before we uh, wrap up?
0: Um I mean I'm fucking worthless. I'm unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) This is dirty.
2: Yeah. I, I have to be like the optimistic pessimist here and say like there's a positive message to it after all. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, and the minimum, it's that relating. And I think what we were kind of trying to talk about too is like, there are things that makes no like at face value sense, but like sad songs when you're sad sometimes help you to make you back to happy. It's one of those weird, like it doesn't make sense, but it's true.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like
2: when you are in some kind of mood, sometimes to get you out of the mood, you have to experience things that make you feel like you're still in that mood.
0: Oh, one million percent. Like, I, I, I mentioned this before like to you guys but uh like back whenever like i joined for the first one of these that i joined in on but like no like the song moved me helped get me through my divorce like Mm -hmm. like i listened to that song like on repeat and like cried my eyes out and then i eventually just got to the point after listening to that song like a hundred times lol uh being like oh okay i think i'm good
2: <laughs> Wait, yeah. so it helped you to move on? Yeah.
1: A very similar story, at least for me. Um... Snuff
2: was another one that helped me get through. It. Oh, oh, dude, yeah. we have to, we have to do that. We have to. I, do, I love that song. song man, that's song one song, of my so favorite absolutely. songs of all time.
1: But another song that it's on my list, and um, it's some. I've already said this, but at some we're going to do it. But I have to be in a very specific mood. Um, "Simple Man" by Leonard Skinner. When my mom died, I downloaded that song, and there was a three-year. I can't remember. It's like a four-hour bus ride back from where I was at college to where we live, and I listened to that song on repeat, over and over and over again. So yeah, songs can very much help you get through things, but it's it's eh, it's not fun to get through them sometimes.
0: Um we into Shine Down cover of that song? <laughs>
1: This is fun. The reason he's laughing is because you didn't have to asked me the same thing. And I told him <laughs> somehow I found the shinedown version before I found the Skinner version. How? I don't, I don't
2: know. Ooh, ooh, oh, I can make this very relatable. So <laughs> kind of like what a lot of people are doing right now. And this goes back to the gatekeeping. They get full circle. A lot of people were mad because master of puppets was one of the ending songs for stranger things. So, mm-hmm because it was a popular trendy thing at the time by a new band it was more available and more out there so they basically re-earthed an uh, old
0: song and brought people back to the original
1: I don't yeah I don't know why people get Nothing wrong
0: with that yeah no. like, as a huge Metallica fan myself I can say cool also there like... really there's no gatekeeping Metallica
2: the, no, no it no. goes back to like people were like wow like the I remember my first beer, kind of a thing, like, "Oh, you just found Metallica!" Like, oh, that, one of those, that things. kind of thing. Okay, yeah. yeah I
1: was so, gonna say
0: the black album took care of any gatekeeping possible. It's true. Or saying, uh,
1: well, uh, I don't know what the name of the, I don't know what the name of the band is, but there's a version of the Unforgiven that was done by basically a bluegrass band, and it's oh, really fucking good.
2: It is.
0: I know of it, but I can't remember the band. Yeah, am me sure, I mean hell like Miley Cyrus has done a Metallica cover like it's and like it's not it's not that big of a deal
1: no so yeah let's all not gatekeep and let's all In try fact, to figure out a way I really am not looking forward to being 60 by the way because if I feel like this is 30 kind of more and not moving through time by the time I hit 60 I don't know what the fuck's going to happen right really now. I can't
0: wait for the song 60 by Bad Flower <laughs> <laughs> We're going to share it exclusively with you when it happens. Oh, see that nothing else matters. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. So let's see. What do we got to talk about here? Um, so this is the end of the uh, anniversary week. If you missed anything, mm. last Friday was Chaos of Rainside. We did a prediction show. Uh, at this point, we've seen the pay-per-view. We're going to talk yeah, about yeah. the next Chaos of Rainside, which will be next week. So good. Um, I believe Artie Vice won out. I think. Uh, oh yeah,
0: I got one. I got one wrong the whole night.
1: Yeah, we split on the world title, and I don't think I might have got the TV title wrong too. I have to re-listen to it for us to know exactly. Uh, DJ Manman, who was blindfolded, literally for some reason. Um, you were closer to fifty-fifty, if if that. I, yeah,
0: you were. Yeah, that was a actual. lot closer to fifty-fifty than I think either of us expected.
1: Um. But as far as like that goes, listen to Chaos of the Reinside, but also go back to the prediction show. It was a lot of fun, all three of us dicking around. Uh, on Monday was um, Star Trek Voyager, which was the show uh, episode initiations, which I didn't realize that was the episode. It's actually a really good episode, especially if you like um, Aaron Eisenberg, the guy that plays Nog on Deep Space Nine. It's like his one cameo in Voyager, and he does a really good job in that episode. Um, let's see. Then on Wednesday, we're about to just record the intro, but we uh, watched Diamonds Are Forever, and um, that was a lot of fun because I didn't realize there was a movie where James Bond literally went into Reno. Not Las Vegas. It was clearly Reno, Nevada. Which it was is clearly Reno, common. Nevada. <laughs> and then on Thursday was Close Enough, um, which was VR Are Chaos, uh, where we just discussed the show Close Enough. The episode is um, Logan's Run. I believe it's like part two of episode two, if I remember correctly. Uh, I'm sure I say it correctly on the episode, so listen to that. And then, yeah, and then this is it. So we hit all five podcasts in one week as our special anniversary for two years in. I
2: haven't
1: said this on the podcast, but when, when I started this, I made the um, goal to myself that at one year I would decide if I want to keep going, and I did. My next time is five years, so we've got at least three more years of me doing this before I'm really me alone. (laughs) Let's say you guys have to be there. I just made a promise (laughs) to myself. Um, Yeah, I've had a lot of fun, and um, like I said, you guys still being into this after this long time is a really big like thank you to both of you. Thank you to anybody that keeps listening to us. I know it's not a huge group, but there are. Thank you very much, Egypt. Um, I will come and sign your pyramid. So that'll
0: be fun. I'm literally just here for the chocolate pudding at this point.
1: I mean, that's why I keep giving you chocolate pudding. I mean, it's pretty simple. Oh, um, yeah. Follow us on uh, Twitter at Chaos Pod Show. Follow me at LastGilchrist1. Follow me on TikTok at lastgilchrist you can also write the show with any suggestions, comments, concerns, whatever, at chaospodshow uh, at gmail.com. And it's still an offer. I check it every you know, couple days. If we get um, a suggestion, the first, like, five people that suggest something, I will guarantee that we will do it as long as it's not, like, X-rated Born. something, basically. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitch at uh, Gilchrist777 or uh, just search Chaos everywhere, because I made that the title of my stream whenever I do it. Um, I think what I'm going to do, because I was doing um, Jedi Fallen Order, but that game has become sort of like my I need to just decompress game. I think what I'm going to do is start a game of Knights of the Old Republic. And I will only play that while I'm on Twitch. So if you want to follow me along, as I probably do every evil choice I can think of, because that's how I like to play that game, feel free uh i yeah i'm usually on late i'll try and be consistent but yeah follow me so you get the uh, updates on when i'm doing it um yeah i think that's everything unless you guys wanted to say anything before we head off into the sunset
2: i'm gonna yeah. do a little bit different for the anniversary thing okay so I will, I will remember this on the anniversary instead of my normal sign-off i'm gonna do keep growing out there
1: oh that's nice
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, the chocolate right, but... pudding smells like shit. <laughs> it gives a it gives a whole new meaning to the word deuces.
1: <laughs> oh man, now you just made me think of a movie. <laughs> See you later.